0: Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic mayhem and misadventure. I'm Sarek, your host and Dungeon Master, and Um, this is my first time DMing for the podcast. What? (laughs) Yeah, I've gone ahead and usurped the role of Dungeon Master for this episode and relegated our normally prestigious friend to that of a humble player. So so tell me, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Are you nervous about giving me such unbridled power over the child you so carefully cultivated?
1: Everyone at the table is just staring at me, waiting for me to say, Ah, it's just a prank, bro uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a prank bro uh, uh,
2: okay, okay. I, I feel a lot is of, it?
1: i feel i'm excited uh i it's this is only the second time i've got to experience the podcast as a player the other time being when greg uh ran the of daring and friends one shot but
0: find that on our patreon yeah yeah so
1: i'm super excited and uh it was way less stressful showing up today uh m- not needing to prepare an episode. I imagine you experienced the opposite of that.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you gave me a bit of heads up, but even still, I don't know how you go through this on a weekly basis. <laughs> it's Holy a lot. cow. It is so much. He's yeah. cloned
2: himself six times, but mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to tell you that.
3: Can I just uh, go out and, I'm sorry, let me just put this out here. So, so Sarek showed up today. We were not expecting him, and we had no idea that he was going to DM. And not only that, he brought a fantastic fruit pizza that he made himself <laughs> for the rest of us so he came prepared and he brought food
2: okay but Joey, now all the listeners have, are screaming because they're imagining actual pizza with like marinara sauce no, and it, cheese. Yeah, and yeah. Fruit. <laughs> so we need to clarify that serek is not a psychopath
0: <laughs> in that way yeah. it was
2: so good it was like a cookie it was like a tart yeah it was mm-hmm. so good it was, great. It was like delicately presented to. I'm going to post a picture to our Facebook page. It was on like a
3: a stone like like a pizza stone too. So it was very fancy. It
1: was beautiful. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. So to make this all stranger, normally I would pass this off to Nolan to my left, but he isn't here. Mm. Uh, We asked him not to show up given that... we uh, were so
2: mad. (laughs)
1: Given that it's unclear what's going on with Mo, So we have no Nolan this time.
2: I'm so confused. What now?
1: Uh, now Greg introduces himself. No, Whoa. we go <laughs> clockwise. Yeah. It
2: started with Sarek yeah. and now it goes to Joey. Oh, yeah. I should. In- so introduce oh, yourself. of course. <laughs> I'm not used to this. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Rachel.
1: You're Hi, welcome. everyone. I'm Joey, usually your host and dungeon master, but today I am playing Sensei Horace. Um, wow. and I came with an interesting bit of lore, uh, by now, I'm sure most of you have realized that all ten demigods, their names end in Guth, G-U-T-H. Uh, the reason for that is Guth is the giant word for giant. Uh, their names are literal translations. So Treguth is the forest giant, the tree giant. Or Imiguth, Immy means cloud. He is the cloud giant, Imi Guth.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Wow.
1: Yep. Thoguth, thunder giant. Yep. It's also worth noting.
0: Wow, that, I wish I knew that earlier because I would have been able to remember their names. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it's worth noting that one of the ten races was once a hive mind with their god. The Gith were a hive mind with Berguth, and so their name Gith is one letter away from Guth. They are essentially a step above mortals and but a step below demigods.
2: Oh. Man, I feel like Heen could have been so much more pompous about that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess he could have been. But he, I think yeah. you want me to do a retake? We could just do that instead <laughs> of the episode. I'll just go I back miss, and every line. Yeah, I just miss record. Heen.
3: Wow. Record <laughs> <laughs> all of your improvisation. Yeah, that'd be
0: fun. Yeah. Trying to remember all of that. All right, what did you say in episode one? Oh no,
4: <laughs> uh,
2: Greg, hi. save us! Oh, uh, what
4: level is Horst? I gotta know. Do you want
1: to know? Yeah. Horace is level one. <laughs> oh, okay. He hasn't gone up a level. God, he's going to be At so all. useful. He's, level yeah. he's, a level, he's a level one monk. Wow. Wow. How much health? Uh, He has nine HP. I Ooh. am so Ooh. strong compared to him. Yes.
2: Wow. I am tough.
4: Hi, I'm Greg, and I play JR, and uh, man, this is weird not having <laughs> Nolan here. Yeah. Uh, I totally spaced on thinking of something. Uh, oh, I guess this is weird. I don't like salads, and a lot of people like criticize me for that. Yeah. But I just hate salad.
1: Greg once told me he will never eat something that's green.
4: Yeah, I don't like salads; <laughs> they're gross. You want to know why it, I don't like salad? Why? Because I was at a restaurant once, and they brought one over and had a button in it, and I was like, "Hey, what is this?" And the waiter was like, "Oh, don't worry. That's just it's, that's part of the dressing." <laughs> oh. Damn it, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I don't know how Roland does this. I trust <laughs> you. Hey, coming up with puns is a really oh. difficult punter taking. <laughs> oh my God, Craig. Oof. Joey, why don't you like puns? Puns are their own rewords.
2: I, um, I think
4: that
3: Shakespeare uh, felt that puns are one of the highest art forms. I'm feeling very wrong.
2: vulnerable right now because last episode... I found out that Mo might not be Mo, and Joey refuses to tell me how long he has not been Mo, whether he's just like stuck in the bathroom or tied <laughs> up behind the tavern, or whether he hasn't been Mo ever since like the bad things start happening that we were seeing. Like, I, I, I feel. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Mo could still be trapped in malice right, right. now for all we and, know. And We've then, just been running around and with immigrants.
2: We have Greg doing <laughs> puns, and we have Sarek DMing, and Joey's playing, and I just like. <sighs> I need a drink. Pass me <laughs> that bottle.
1: There is some Thank right you. here.
2: <laughs> I'm not even pouring it. We'll the bottle's take the, mine. we
1: sponsorship.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally unscrewing the bottle for those of you at home.
4: Made <laughs> by Italian monks. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Joey, do you like my socks? They have nachos on them because they're nacho socks. Hey,
1: Shut up, Craig! God damn! Wow. I will switch your emergency
4: <laughs> contact out for Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Better pizza.
2: <laughs> hey, Terence. Can you whistle? You should
4: do Pizza Hut, because nobody out pizzas the hut.
3: Hi, this is Aaron, and I play Finny and the Elf. Uh, and I've already expressed my uh, surprise and shock uh, that Sarek is going to be running the table tonight. So I'm pu- sending you all kinds of good vibes for a good <laughs> session.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Imagith thanks you, too. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, well, you know what, guys? Here's to this... Um, Here's this bottle of booze that I'm going to be chugging for the remainder of the episode. <laughs> cheers. Ch- uh,
1: cheers. Cheers. Cheers!
2: <laughs> no, Terrence, you cannot have any alcohol. <laughs> That's the bird.
0: All right, with that, let's get into it. Chapter 52, The Interloper. As the steely visor of the Aarakocra snaps shut, a lone metallic ping of steel echoes through the tavern, reverberating a single crisp note. The sound rebounds off walls far more cavernous than the dark, claustrophobic room would have suggested possible. The piercing ring is deafening as its sharp song swallows all others in its cacophony of but a single note. Wincing, you all open your eyes to find that, all at once, the sights of the homely tavern begin to warp and whirl, distorting your vision from all but yourselves and the lone figure before you. Colors of the environment begin to mix, bleeding together into a revolting, homogenous brown sludge that ebbs and flows around the man in a hypnotic pattern, dulling your senses and muddling your visual acuity. Damn. Close your eyes again, trying to shake the bombardment of your senses before you lose your lunch. But it's hard. And after a deep, stabilizing breath, and presumably a stealing of your mental fortitude, you each open your eyes. The swirling visual mess and anxiety-inducing cry are both gone instead, replaced by a vast dark expanse and deathly quiet. A soul spotlight is introduced then, illuminating the armored form of Imagith. Light glistening off his polished armor and evaporating into the deep darks of his black feathers in a show of spectacular contrast. Imigith stands, back erect and feet snapped together in martial precision. His arms raised in a pointed display of drama as if to beckon to you. Shall we begin? Sensei,
1: uh, I, I guess, I (laughs) step forward. What did you do with young
0: Modus? It is not your turn to speak yet. The show has just begun. Now back with you. Imigith throws his hand out in a defiant gesture. You find yourself propelled back into the darkness. Suddenly, sitting amongst an audience of people watching, (laughs) waiting, and hushing you. (laughs) Shh.
1: I'll I'll open my mouth to to argue, but when I'm shushed, I'll like... (laughs) Yeah, I'll
0: cower back.
1: Hey,
2: you can't pick on our friend. Only we can pick on him. And then I'll realize I just said friend, but it's fine. I won't correct it.
0: (laughs) Your friend? Is this a new form of acquaintance you've just acquired that I am not yet aware of? How quaint. I always knew him as more of a airbag than a friend, but if you so insist, we can involve him in tonight's festivities.
2: What do you mean you've always known him? Where is Mo, and who in the God's name are you?
0: The remainder of the theater goes dark, except for a single spotlight (laughs) (laughs) emblazons on Tana now. Oh, shit. (laughs) As she has kicked forth these unholy and strange set of events that are about to unfold. And Imagith responding to your acknowledgement without a hint of delay, I am Imigeth, the main event, the primary actor, the, as you would say, most important person on this entire plane at your service. And with a flourish, he gives you a bow.
2: Yeah, I'm not wasting any time at all. I'm going to shoot a fireball (laughs) at your face. Give me my friend back.
0: The fireball smashes into his face, burning away the metal as the armor disintegrates around him, half burning into oblivion and half melting down into the floorboards beneath. And left is just Modus. But this isn't the Modus you know. This Modus has dark green and yellow eyes that glow and swirl in unnatural ways. And with that, we'll begin. So. Here's how this is gonna work. Each of you will be given a chance in the spotlight. Tana's starting. What? And this chance will be to take on Imigeth one-on-one in honorable combat.
2: I just shot a fireball at his face and it did nothing. What do you mean combat?
0: Oh, you started the combat. I thought that was the first
4: act you wanted. Yeah, we're here to beat him up anyway. Let's just beat him up.
2: What part of Fireball doing nothing did you not understand? By the way, am I just yelling into the dark you ether? You just killed
4: him again. He's now <laughs> Modus. We're going to have to kill Mo. I trained for this.
0: <laughs> so what you say and what you do will be judged button will not be governed by the rules of normal dungeons and dragons
2: I don't even know the rules of normal
0: (laughs) excellent then you're well prepared for the first act (laughs) so that is every turn you will be granted a chance to make a single action one action however every action you do will require only an attack roll a saving throw or a skill check and the check regardless of type will always be a 16 so pretty generous until you take into account, you also have to do it with disadvantage. <sighs> Oof. What you do and how you do it are entirely up to you. Damage will be dealt according to the closest matching spell in action, and all of that, of course, at Imagith's generous discretion. So you're saying we're all storytellers? Precisely. Okay.
2: Okay.
5: Oh, I have a story to tell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so with, with
0: that, there are no other rules. And the only limitation is that of your character's imagination. Let us dance.
2: Joey, you and I spoke on the phone. What do I get to do with (laughs) Kriv? Ah,
0: right.
1: So uh, it came to my attention last episode that I gave you an ability that you already got. So instead, once per long rest, you can call upon Kriv. All creatures within a 10-foot radius must pass a strength save or become restrained by his tentacles. Okay, okay, doesn't matter. Walks. I'm just telling the
2: story. Okay, great. <laughs> I am going to call upon my emotional support octopus tentacle buddy, and I am going to restrain this impasta so he can't get away. <laughs>
0: is that a special effect of the noodles and company restraining impastas yes <laughs>
2: it's a special effect of my emotional support demon
0: all right give me a dc 16 we'll make it uh athletics check
2: and with disadvantage With
0: disadvantage
2: okay so quick question how does you know wild magic work with this can i start throwing some chaos around to try and get one more roll?
0: oh absolutely oh fantastic
2: Great, it was a gnat one.
0: (laughs) Kriv's tentacles erupt from your chest and try to grab at Imagith, but he's warping time and uh, space and your very understanding of perception and Kriv can't even find it. Despite being a demon of chaos, Imagith is slippery somehow, almost like he can't be touched.
2: I'm supposed to be the one who warps time and space.
0: As you lament the unfairness of this entire situation, you suddenly blink and notice that Mo is now standing in front of you.
2: Uh hi Mo.
0: With a single punch, he reaches out four inches and smashes into your chest. No uh! one inch, well, four-inch punch. <laughs> For a
2: 23. Yeah, that's new! That's
0: you fly back new. across the stage. And Imagith chuckles to himself. <laughs> 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 Ah, yes, yes. Perhaps a true demonstration is in order. What? Landing this punch now, he deals damage to you. Uh And your chest hurts. He ends up dealing with his normal 1d8.
2: Okay, that's not bad.
0: 12 damage as the punch smashes into your chest plate.
2: Okay, yeah, that hurt. And I don't have a chest plate, I just have a chest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't wear armor underneath all of those fancy robes?
2: Nope, I'm a sorcerer, we don't get armor.
0: <laughs> Your turn.
2: Oh, I get to go again? Mm-hmm.
0: If this is one-on-one combat until one of you defeats Imigeth. Oh,
2: this sucks so badly. Well, I get to roll a D100 at least.
3: I heard this thump on the table, but I didn't know where it was coming from. I felt it. <laughs> that D100 is nuts. What does it weigh, like half a pound?
0: Hey, it just stopped rolling finally too. Jeez.
2: Sixty-two. Joe, you still have the chaos table, right? Yeah, that I have hasn't it. been robbed.
1: <laughs> no, I, I have it still.
2: <laughs> well, tell me what sixty-two is while my parrot's going nuts on my shoulder.
1: <laughs> Each creature within thirty feet must pass a yeah. charisma Wait hey, hey, a minute! A hang hang Wait on a, a minute! No! No! Wait no! A no, minute.
2: no! 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 Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna say? You're
0: the writer. Write it. Cause it's your.
2: Turn. Great, because you know what that's what I was gonna say. Oh I'm glad we're <laughs> the same
0: boat here. I guess I'll just shut up.
2: Um Um clouds open up above your head, but they're not glowing with lightning, they're glowing with fire. And as a thunderbolt made out of black fire erupts from the clouds. Really, really cold ice cream cones. I'm talking like <laughs> nitrogen frozen ice cream cones. It's nitrogen, right? Yeah. Okay.
3: Liquid, liquid nitrogen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Liquid. I'm talking like liquid nitrogen frozen ice cream cones. Oh start boy. Pelting you in the face. And there's, did I mention they were cold? Because like, that's like a tiefling's worst, worst nightmare. <laughs>
0: Oh, so you're bringing your own internal traumas out in this fight? Like, <laughs> already, right, let's let's go. Oh yeah, no, you start bombarding him with fire.
2: Go ahead and give me fire and ice, baby. Give
0: me a level six fireball. No, let's make it a level eight, but cold. Level eight fireball. Jeez,
2: I've never done a level eight fireball. <laughs> Someone tell me. I need to check my cards. Eight. Eleven D six. Thirteen
1: right. D six.
2: Okay, all right. I've, I've never rolled this many dice before in my entire life. 63?
0: That's pretty good. That's a lot of cold damage. <laughs> so much cold! Except Mo blurs for a second as he tries to sidestep all of the falling ice cream cones. <laughs> he fails and is pelted repeatedly by the <laughs> ice cream cones. Yes!
2: <laughs> Take that! Vanilla, uh, strawberry, chocolate, mint! <laughs> I hate mint. Such a variety of flavors and discourse! I can't
0: Neapolitan. keep it! <laughs> he snatches with his monkly reflexes. Monkly monkly reflexes? A <laughs> <laughs> single ice cream cone from the absolute torrent, the blizzard, the dairy queen of ice cream descending I, from the heavens.
2: I dare you to lick it.
0: With a cold Dead stare, he locks eyes with you and licks it.
2: <laughs> this is so awkward His tongue and falls intimidating. Off, breaking
0: and shattering underneath the damage. Oh God. Before he motions back to you. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And Hujapa! <laughs> and he throws the ice cream cone at you. With lightning speed. Natural 20 critting. It's an improvised weapon. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The ice cream cone smashes into your face, the cold piercing into your eyes, your nose, your mouth. All your senses are overwhelmed by this. Go ahead and take. I'm going to need more dice for this.
2: Wait, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) That's never a good sign.
0: Let's see, we said 13d6? No. You know, I think a single ice cream cone probably warrants. We'll go with seven of it. What? 27 cold damage. Are you freaking kidding
2: me? Pickles! (laughs) Pickles! Pickles. And my amulet will glow red with magic and fire that our goddess of hope gave me. (laughs) As I take all of that damage and add it to my reaction, which is screaming anger, vitriol of Hellish Rebuke, you will take, okay, 21 plus half damage, which is 13. Go get yourself some 34 hellish (laughs) rebuke damage.
0: The hellish stars of fire and sulfur erupt from you, chasing after Modus, Imagith, whatever this creature is in front of you. And he simply steps to the side.
2: That is not fair.
0: (laughs) Dodging them all at the last possible second with his monk-like reflexes, touching one ever so gently as it goes by and picking from it a lit cigar. He places it in his mouth and breathes deeply. Oh, my gosh. Tell me, Tano, what know you of the pains of eternal perfection? Or, (sighs) barring that, the expectation?
2: I have no idea what you just said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shall I repeat myself or... Perhaps.
2: You should repeat yourself while I look for a spell that doesn't involve you doing a deck save. Please, by all <gasps> means, keep talking.
0: Good luck. <laughs> I see I am once again alone in the perfection. That nah, is my curse. Solitude is a byproduct okay, of my Okay, well, mythicence. as you're
2: talking, three scorching, no, sorry. Eight Scorching Rays are gonna Ooh. come out of the ether, smacking you in your pompous face. And all right, give me a roll. Yeah, I know. Well, I have to see if they oh. all hit. What's your
0: DC? The DC is 16.
2: Always with for everything? disadvantage
0: always and for everything. So we actually have a couple patron rolls to help you out with this battle. Oh, awesome. You get your first attack, it gets a 16,
2: okay. thanks to Tom. Okay, awesome.
0: Right, Andre is giving you a nat 20 for one of them.
2: Andre, I could kiss you right now.
0: Super good, considering
1: you have disadvantage on these two.
2: Yeah, okay. Five hit, two crit.
0: Oh, Oh, wow. Yes. Immiget's arrogance backfires as he slams back thrown from his feet and up into the sky from the absolute force behind these that repeatedly pelt him as he goes. He bounces like a ping pong several times, hits once and twice and thrice and continues on until finally falling back down to the ground. Duh. Not moving.
2: Well, he did just take... <laughs> he did just take... 71 hit points.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice hit. That kills him,
0: right?
2: (laughs) It makes me feel better about the ice burns (laughs) on my face. Seriously.
0: Perhaps I was too hasty, he says as he stands up.
2: I flip my hair back.
0: (laughs) Having not simply borne witness to, but having conducted all the greatest works, what... Peace can be considered a triumph against such a repertoire. Perhaps I have just found a rival. Nay, no, for I have not found a rival yet, for the show has only just begun. Does anyone understand what this guy is saying? Uh, the <laughs> crowd
1: will begin applauding, uh, and Senta will look around, not sure what's going on, but he'll join in, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the smile creeps over Imigith. It's unnatural, it's unnerving. Cocker aren't supposed to be able to smile. They have beaks, not mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And he simply stands waiting, once again assuming the martial poise as if, shall we continue?
2: Yeah, yeah. Hang on, just give me a minute. <laughs> I'm like holding up a finger while I I withdraw a flask from my cloak and start drinking it, you know, Whiskey. archer style. Yeah. No, DiSarono. Oh, I'm a I'm a classy tea. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will hold out a finger. Uh, Getting ready to cast Disintegration as I try and remember—
0: Imigeth takes the lead from you. No! You beckoned for him to take the lead. He grabs your finger just between his thumb and his index. What? And turns, it, twisting it into a sign. The magic starts to flow through your hand, and suddenly the runes glow in front of you before he slaps your hand, and a torrent of fire erupts at your face, engulfing you in fire.
2: I did not consent to this!
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least you resist fire.
2: I don't like how many dice you're rolling, can you stop it? Well, you're very powerful. I'm very (laughs) squishy!
0: (laughs) I also just realized I was holding some in reserve.
2: No, (laughs) listen, listen here. That's not cool, can we talk about this?
0: 49 damage, fire. (laughs)
4: At least it's fine.
2: So many, yeah. it's still so many. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna kind of stumble off licking my wounds for a minute.
0: A stellar performance from our youngest contender so far. Oh, perhaps only our second contender who wishes to join the song of my magnificence. Perhaps JR. He motions into the crowd, and you find yourself sitting amongst the crowd, but feeling this urge, this compulsion to stand up as the spotlight. Uh, centers upon you.
4: Oh, I stand up and just rage to start walking towards him.
0: A round of applause, please, everyone. Yes, oh. thank you. Very good. I'm nice. going to pat
2: you on the shoulder as I pass by you. <laughs> Smoking. Good luck, man. You're going to need it.
0: As JR approaches, the audience fixates upon him. As I had alluded to previously, for something to stand above, the rest implies greatness without equal. For expectations to the contrary would be definitionally wrong.
4: JR, your lead. You're <laughs> Your mistake. <laughs> I will crouch and use my wings to boost me forward uh, as fast as I can towards him and then stop right in front of him and then use the wings to cast a gust of wind to blind him. And when he finally gets his senses, he'll turn around and I'll have my gun pointed right at his face. <laughs> And as I pull the trigger, a wind will come and aid the bullet as I am going to smite with my gun and shoot him in the face.
0: Oh, wow.
4: (laughs) And you know what? I saw this, and I'm going to give myself an 18.
0: Oh, very good. The events unfold exactly as you describe, and young Modus's head explodes briefly, but a quick blur before the audience as this is still a (laughs) family-friendly
2: event. I'm going to slump down beside Horace, you know, bleeding. Hey, man, you got any popcorn?
1: <laughs> he does, in fact, have... A, a, he has a one of the big, extra-large buckets.
2: I'm going to stick my hand in there and get... What, no butter?
4: I'm trying to watch my figure, thank <laughs> you very much. The bullet hits him with 10 piercing, and then the winds of a hurricane behind it smack him with 27 force, and he's knocked prone.
0: Oh, nice. You see, before you knock the corpse of modus or some uh, illusion or even Imigeth himself, but actually that of Tana. Tana stands. No, kneels, no, falls prone before you.
2: Hey! Standing,
0: (laughs) trying to stand, but discombobulated from the massive torrent of gale force winds that have swept her off her feet. And Imigeth rises, Tana still facing you. (laughs) I will look to
1: Tana, who's standing up on stage, and then back to the Tana, who's eating my popcorn. I'm going to
2: be staring at you right back.
1: Wait, are you Immigeth, or?
2: No, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I trust that. Okay.
0: <laughs> don't even have to roll for it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> ah, I see. I have been upstaged to be cast aside by my own powers, my own force my own nature, my own will. It is the gravest of insults. How could you channel the storm, the force of nature against me, Imagith, the god of trickery and of storms? And with that, he lights his fingers, Tana's fingers on fire, reaching into the gale that has continued to perpetuate around him.
2: I did not consent to this.
0: Igniting it into a flame uh, tornado that he whiplashes back at you. The fire tornado spins and whirls, and, and in a moment of frantic confusion, you're completely surrounded by it, buffeted by the winds and scorched by the fires of your friend. Ooh. And with that, you're going to take 26 piercing and take 31 fire.
1: Are you capable of that, Tana? That
4: was impressive.
2: <laughs> I'm going to blow on my fingers kind of <laughs> proud. <laughs> yeah, I am.
4: <laughs> and it is your turn. So I'm in a fire tornado? So spinning in this fire tornado, you see something larger than what went in. Yellow eyes pierce through. You're not a storm, you're just a mere cloud. I am the raging storm. And out from the fire steps a foot, but it's not JR's foot, it's a giant dragon foot. Out steps a large dragon that stands on two legs and it just looks down. And you know what happens to clouds in the storm? tell. They get blown away. And my claw will drop on him with another smite.
0: Perhaps lucky for you, Greg. One of our patrons has decided to replace your roll with a 15. Ooh, so Linda I...
4: has saved you this <laughs> roll.
2: It's because nice. you called her hot.
4: <laughs> As my claws dig into him, wind aids from every corner of the room and smacks him for 24 force... 13 slashing. The claws dig deep into his chest and blood
0: spurts out of this tana Imigith hybrid that's in front of you. He's knocked back, the spotlight following him as he streaks across the stage, the two of you now separated by darkness, and he grunts briefly in pain.
2: Is that what I look like on my profile?
0: <laughs> Horace looks away from you, like not answering.
2: I'm but- touching the bump in my nose. <laughs>
0: Before you're even able to blink, however, the wounds she suffered now glow, a reddish, yellowish, blackish, unholy fire, and it erupts back at you in a hellish rebuke. The tongs of fire reach around. You're able to miss and dodge several of them, but two of them reach around from behind and slap you in the back. You're going to take 12 fire damage from this hellish rebuke. And then he'll take his turn. Amateur. It ain't over until
1: someone loses an eye, JR.
2: <laughs> yeah, JR. You got this. Until someone loses an eye. Oh, hey, Dergus.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dergus, stop eating all the popcorn.
0: I see the monster within is well in li- alive in you, JR, and it is even more hideous than you are. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Imagith smiles, a wicked devil smile, and begins to float slightly above the air. Reaching his, her hands out, fire tongs erupting from each claw and lashing onto the floorboards below you. The floorboards combust, and he begins to string them as if a puppeteer throwing fire and wood and debris at you. An entire torrent of shrapnel bombards you of piercing and fire damage. You're going to take 12 piercing damage, 32 fire damage.
4: I will cast Elemental Bane, so the fire kind of absorbs around my claws, and I take half that. Ooh, nice.
5: So you claim to be such a great god,
4: yet your brother lives, and you're here dead. Ouch. Ooh. And I will bellow a little bit and just sparks from all over my body, start gathering around my mouth, and I unleash a giant lightning bolt at him.
0: As he goes to roll, he realizes for a moment there are other patron saves available to him. With that, he smiles and reaches his hand out as if to forcibly stop the bolt that comes at him, and he is going to take a strength save to stop this. But because he is the main character of this entire show, <laughs> Uh, He's going to take the role Holly Mac provided to the good guys. Rude! Himself! Mm. Himself! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And take an 18 on it. Stopping, forcibly pushing back all of the blast from your massive mouth cannon. Yes,
4: well, yes, um. He'll take uh, half a 45. <laughs> oh, wow. It still burns and wraps around his hand
0: then. Um. Yes, yes, perhaps this is why I no longer share the stage with anyone. Uh, if you have to resort to ad hominem attacks, you are not worthy to share the stage with me. Now be gone. Your turn is done. Oh, <laughs> Winnie.
4: <Whitty. laughs> You're
0: swept back off of your feet as the storm carries you back. The fire chases you but is extinguished so as to not ruin the rest of the show. You find yourself sitting amongst the audience as well.
2: Dergus, scoot over and make room.
4: I'm probably taking up so much room, I'm large.
2: <laughs> hey, JR, I'll look up at you and hold up the popcorn. You want some popcorn?
4: This
1: is my popcorn. Oh, yeah, well... a long tongue, lizard tongue. Oh, come up. on! Never mind, I wish to have no more. Just of it.
2: keep it.
0: This is good. Horace, you so brazenly insult my performance. Now come, please, upstage me if you can. Oh, he'll stand. He's ready
1: for I'm going to
2: smack him <laughs> on the butt. You go, boy. <laughs> it's yeah,
1: you ti- got this. <laughs> it's time to wake up and smell the shit hitting the fan, immigrant. <laughs> hey,
5: horse. <laughs> if you need a dragon to ride, I don't volunteer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any idea who you are messing with? I'll say as I make my way up to the stage.
0: No, p- but perhaps a monologue is in order. I believe this is the time for... Exposition. Great. I am the
1: great sensei Horace. <laughs> I established the moving monastery from nothing. I was not born a god such as yourself. I had to make my life, make my money.
2: You tell him, Horace!
0: <laughs> such a tragic tale, and yet here I am, bored beyond tears. Please tell me, just simply because you come from nothing means you achieve nothing? Does the knowledge of your import to my greatest of symphonies bring contentment? It should. Else, who was this great art intended for? Ah, but I jest. The work was never about you, your life, nor mine. Then whose life is it about? It is about me. And he gives a bow and a flourish, and the audience claps, and there's even a standing ovation as they're all just completely enamored with Imagith's uh, presentation.
1: Tell but, me what you have done with young Modus. And tell me why. Does his
0: presence remind you of your childhood brother, Capri? How? How do you know about this? I am the god of trickery and deceit. I am required by my very existence to know everything worth knowing so that my greatest machinations might be fulfilled and performed. Fine, maybe
1: he does, but what does that matter? I care about young Modus, and you have
0: taken him from me, Uh, from us. Is that how you feel? He motions to you all. You feel in agreement with this friend, this airbag, this Leslie Horace.
2: Again, we're the only ones who can insult him, dude. Yeah!
1: And don't tell them my name. We
2: agree with it, (laughs) Leslie. I'm gonna turn to JR (laughs) and start snickering. (laughs) 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 Can you, like, turn back to your human form? You're, like, sitting on my shoulder. Move.
0: I don't know if I can. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps then you would be a better recipient of insult. And he turns into JR in a snap, simply standing, arms folded, several feet away from you, staring. I don't like that guy
1: anyway, and I'll run up and punch JR in the face. (laughs) Alright, give me a
4: roll. What'd I do to you, Leslie?
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, with disadvantage?
0: With disadvantage. (gasps) I rolled a 17! Hey, very nice. Your punch lands. Uh, and for, for
1: two bludgeoning damage.
0: Mm, that stinks, because it, it really hurts your hand quite a bit to do that. You're a level one monk and not very proficient. JR doesn't blink, simply stands staring at you. I will steal myself so as to not show the audience
1: that I inflicted more pain on myself than I did him. <laughs> I can do
0: this all day, Imigoth. JR Imigoth stands, still staring, not moving. It is your turn again. I'll punch him again.
1: Wow, shame for the disadvantage. The first was a nat 20, but I hit with an 18. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, this is amazing. amazing. Rolling
0: hot today. Uh, for three bludgeoning damage. Ooh, very nice. Except once again, it hurts your hand
1: more. <clears throat> As I said, I can do this all day. <laughs> You've made your rose bed. Now smell it, immigrant. <laughs>
0: Make him smell it. <laughs> this inspired line. You get the reaction of a single eyebrow raised on JR as he looks at you still. Oh, you can take more, can you? Not a word is spoken.
2: Oh, he likes the showmanship.
1: I'm going to punch him with my other hand because I think I broke my right hand.
2: <laughs> Do it with a flourish! I'm going to hiss from the audience.
4: Wait, wait. I have an idea. My okay. wisdom is wise in this form and then do 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 do
2: You're gonna turn, shrink. I
4: shrink back down to <laughs> oh, me no. but I'm naked. <laughs> what was not, I doing here? Not again! <laughs> <laughs> you really need to get
0: really stretchy clothes. <sighs> uh, uh, I. Where am I?
2: <laughs> put on pants.
0: Oh.
1: I'm used to putting on a performance to many monks and I will gather all of the key into one single focused blast to finish him off. here we go. Oh, okay, I (laughs) missed.
0: Standing perfectly still, you still manage to miss swinging at him. Your punch comes up just an inch short, and you stumble and fall over.
2: Does he at least fall with a flourish?
0: Can I make a performance check? (laughs)
1: Absolutely, let's see
0: this. Uh, 16 on my performance. Hey, you did it, very nice. You managed to...
2: Do a somersault.
0: Do a somersault, thank you, audience.
2: (laughs) More like peanut gallery. You
0: somersault out and end up sitting on your butt. (laughs) This time he's turned to look at you, but he still stares.
1: I know what this is, you're messing with me. You think you're the first bully to pick on me? I'll stand back up. You
0: are certainly not. (sighs) I grow weary of this. The self-delusions of mortals merely muddle my greater focus. Enough with you, he says, and you are swept back off into the audience into your seat. Uh, A dwarf has tried to take your seat, but as you come hurtling towards the dwarf, the dwarf quickly drops the popcorn and runs. I'll take his popcorn, because Tana and everyone else ain't mine.
2: I didn't stick my tongue in it. (laughs) Yeah, well,
1: you gave it to the guy who did.
2: I know, I know.
1: I don't have fingers.
0: (laughs) Perhaps the last and, dare I say, wisest of the group shall shed some light and some quality to this performance. Finian, if you would so, join me on stage and honor me with your very presence. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Doesn't he have the lowest charisma of all of us? Yeah, I yeah do. we're screwed. Immigeth,
5: thank you for your kind introduction. <laughs> Hopefully I do not upstage you too much <laughs> with my fantastic forthcoming performances.
0: Oh, I'll clap.
2: I'm clapping too. <laughs> the confidence. Yes, yes.
0: This is what we come for. I have a proposal of
5: sorts. Rather than fighting as you have fought with my friends here, I propose a challenge. A challenge to entertain the audience.
2: What?
0: A little confused, a little soiled, as if, yes, you <laughs> did upstage him. You suggested the flow of his grand performance. And it pains him a little. You, you can see it in his eyes. Just a, for the briefest of seconds, just the smallest amount bit of pain if this challenge is too much for no, you no this understand. is brilliant and i <laughs> will acquiesce in fact i would say let us all have challenges this sounds like a delight and it sounds like the greatest of improvisations that shall ever be improvised <laughs>
5: If you don't mind, Mine. my friend over here seems like she's in a bad way. I, I could heal her a little before we
0: begin. Oh, yes, yes, mortals need their rest. Yes, you may all have your long rests, of course. What? Are you gonna put us to sleep? <laughs> you all feel the effects of a long rest. Oh, wow.
2: What? Ooh. Uh, I, mean, sh- I mean, never mind, I'll take it, yeah. <clears throat> That's ba- totally normal. Back to full health, baby. <laughs> yeah. Nine yeah. HP. <laughs>
0: you got a splint on that arm? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Does this. anyone have any pants? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm just holding my hand over my crotch, trying to no. You have up. to
0: earn
1: your pants in the moving monastery.
4: <laughs> what do I have to do? Oh, this is getting kind of breezy out here.
1: <laughs> Get me, young Modus.
4: He does have extra pants.
0: Mo no. <laughs> Of course, I love the ambition. It is the foundation of the theater. And Finian, pray tell, what would be the gamble?
5: If you lose. You must renounce all power in Kythar forever.
0: I shall renounce all power forever. (laughs) Oh, the idea. What,
2: afraid we could beat you?
0: Of course not. But simply the arrogance to ask such a thing of me. It is astounding to me. Perhaps
5: one has already been asked and accepted. So you would not be alone in that company. Your brother Traegoth voluntarily gave up his life and power to save Kythar.
0: Yes, and I would sacrifice my divinity for the scheming of mortal wretches that would not so much as return the favor preposterous. What do you ask in
5: return of equal value in your eyes then?
4: You never let them pick the price. (laughs) That's bad negotiation, Finian! (laughs) Why, you
0: simply could not match the value of mine own soul. The closest you could come would be eternal internship. Is it a paid internship? T asks you. Of course not. This is the theater. After all, your souls belong to me.
1: JR, I don't know that I can do
0: this. <laughs> He's
4: a bastard. Throw it through.
0: What? It is only a fair proposal. Tit for tat or. An equal transaction, as you may say.
2: What does an internship
0: look like? Oh, nothing much. Fetching coffees, uh, keeping the stage clean and fixed up, and eternally entertaining me as I see fit. Jesters.
2: We'd be jesters.
0: Yes. Yes, I, I suppose you could call it a jester.
4: But it looks good on our resume.
2: It is a good resume builder, yeah. yeah.
4: We'll get experience.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. In, you know, in fact, infinite experience. What employer couldn't resist the call of an infinitely experienced <sighs> intern?
4: <laughs> I don't work for exposure. Okay. That's because you're already exposed. Oh shit, I'll re-put my hands <laughs> around my crotch.
2: <laughs> Finian, seal the deal!
3: I walk over to shake Imiga's hand.
0: JR's form burns away into cinders and ash as Imagith reaches his hand forth, his clawed fingers grasping your hand in affirmation. And thus we change the tempo to that not of mortal combat, but instead of challenges of the mind, body or soul, your choice. After all, it was evident you could not stand against me in even the trivial pursuit of combat. Uh, JR, what is your challenge? (laughs)
4: <laughs> I'm an expert at putt golf. <laughs> okay. Sorry,
0: what Putt-putt golf. Did you stutter? I am sorry. <laughs> no, you see
4: where I'm from? We have artificers that make the best courses. Interesting. Well, I used to go on dates there all the time.
2: It was awesome. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun.
4: Uh, you went on many
0: dates there. I am sorry for your loss, as you could not find a single woman to um, copulate with. Anyhow, <laughs> Horace, please inform... <laughs> Ah, party, what is it you challenge? You are a liar. And so- Thank you.
1: (laughs) Something I think I can best you at is, is inspiring people. You can tell lies, but you cannot
0: inspire. Ooh, a well thought out and well placed challenge. I will have to think on that one, but you have your wish, Horace. Now, Tana, Tell me, what is it you think you can best, the god of trickery and of clouds? (laughs) He gives a dirty eye to JR, at?
2: I have plus 10 in perception, and I have plus 10 in deception. Mm -hmm. I could take you on easily in Two Truths and a Lie. You mean
4: persuasion, you said perception.
2: I'm lying, you stupid butthole. Oh.
0: <laughs> perhaps you have misread your character sheet, as I know <laughs> <laughs> it is not perception.
2: <laughs> I could still whoop be your easy. butt on lying any day, let's go.
0: All right, the confidence, the bravado, it shall serve you well, perhaps. <laughs> and finally, Finian, we had started our conversation about your challenge, but... Given the knowledge now of what your teammates have chosen, what is it you believe you could best the god of trickery at? I believe I could best you at the art of illusion. You could best me at the art of illusion. (laughs) And the audience laughs laughs alongside with That is the essence of my entire domain and power set. Excellent. And with that, the contract is signed. However... I did leave out one potentially key import. I can tell you're dying to know and hopefully not dying to play. Now, I said you would be challenging me. I didn't say which of you in which challenge would be challenging me and thus, we are going to spice it up a little bit and we will begin with something quaint. How about putt-putt with Tana? Oh, I, you're I, switching I, it
2: up. I, I never yeah, agreed listen to, to do here, you devious dick.
0: On. That wasn't part <laughs> that of the wasn't, deal.
2: I was not supposed to do that. You, you know what? Who
0: was not part of the deal in the first place? And given that I am the one with all the power, I dictate the rules. You, you know
1: what? In for a dime, in for a dozen, I can take you on in any of
0: these challenges.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like his,
4: his positivity.
2: Any of them. I'm in.
0: Your friend has consented. Or is he not your friend? Well, <laughs> of course I am their friend, all but Finian. <laughs> <laughs> Let us begin, Tana, and he will sweep his hands out.
2: Why do I have to go first again?
0: Describe the putt-putt course. He will give. He will grant you that pleasure.
2: <clears throat> okay, the putt-putt course is an erupting volcano where you have to get your golf. No. Your fireballs over rivers of lava and chasms opening wide and spurts of fire and brimstone and sulfur going all over the place. It'll be so cozy. Hmm.
0: Curious, a quaint and uh, largely unoriginal and derivative, of course. The, However...
2: where's the last time you played putt-putt on a volcano?
0: This is by far the first time I've ever had to have play such a sport. I only learned of the sport just now. So then perhaps... don't call
2: it derivative,
0: rude. Now we should clarify the rules. The first what? to put the ball in the hole three times is the victor, yes? Yes.
4: Actually, if you guys are playing real golf, we don't know how to go. play <laughs> golf. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: not happening.
4: Okay. I'll shut up.
2: <laughs> so the first to three. Three balls, three holes. Precisely.
0: I shall lead off, of
2: course. Of course. You have
0: the home field advantage, a dreary home field advantage.
2: Yeah, that field.
0: field. Immigeth approaches the tee and places the small white ball on it. It grows and grows and grows before combusting into a fireball, and he takes his small little putter up to it, (laughs) looks down the field, looks back at the ball and down at the field before gently stroking one time, and he gets an 18. The fireball bursts from the tee, ricocheting off the mountain and traveling down a lava flume before reappearing over one of the chasms of the mountain.
2: Where it will turn into ice as I twist the elements, and it melts into a small puddle before it can even reach the hole. And then I will smile at you, a big toothy grin.
0: I did not think that this was a dishonest form of putt-putt. Is there any other form
2: of (laughs) putt-putt with you, god of trickery?
0: It would be rather dull and drab. Otherwise, I commend you for your trickery, but no trickery cuts both ways.
2: I only expected it. So I'll pull out my own ball, which is a big ball of flames, and I will set it down. And hit it as hard as I can and just pray really, 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 really hard it goes the right way.
0: Okay, give me a roll. Originally, I had an 18, but before your little bout of cheating.
2: You never said I couldn't change the elements. It's not cheating. And I rolled a 19.
0: One point. One point indeed. One point for Tana. (laughs) Imagith disappears from Tana briefly before appearing before JR. Rude. And Jr, I choose you for illusion magic.
1: Hmm.
0: Try your best against the definition of trickery. What a stupid (laughs) challenge, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Worked for me. (laughs) He reaches his hands out and you expect magic to flow. Every time you've seen a sorcerer cast magic, it's always flowed from them out and into the world and it's obvious and easy to tell when an illusion is there if you simply investigate it, but the landscape itself changes and you find yourself atop a singular mountain, the cold wind rustling and whipping around. Small little shrines to presumably Imagith, are adjacent to you and ring with soft little bells. This is the land of isolation where one is driven insane in their own solitude. This is the perfect expression of what it is to be the god of trickery. Need you only find the exit. If there is one, he smiles and rolls a natural 20. (laughs) Best that.
4: Hmm. I will just stand there and look at the loneliness. You know, I now have some empathy for you. I know what it's like to be alone for a long period of time. And I also know what it's like to underestimate someone. You see, hmm. I am the eye of the storm and the eye sees through all and I'm going to cast my dragon spirit so my dragon spirit will descend from me but then its head will lower and it will overlay mine and I will close my eyes and look through it. It has blindsight, So I will see what is truly oh. in the room.
0: You see, wow. Dang, that's a good move. You see not only through... The illusion of the mountaintop, and even though you still feel cold and still feel the rustling of the wind, you're standing in a tavern. The bar stools are scattered in all directions, but you weren't even in a stadium, a stage of any kind, and you clearly win this round. Scoffing. I. We are done. You win this round. Next one. Imagith. Disappears in a flurry, feathers exploding from him in <laughs> his anger as he disappears in front of you. That was brilliant.
1: Yeah, that was super convenient. <laughs>
0: so I take it back, actually, Aaron, your suggestion. <laughs> it was a good it challenge. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Imagith appears before you, Leslie. <laughs> My name is Horace. The narrator, Sensei Horace. the narrator, apologizes. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Imagith appears before you, Sensei Horace. Yes, that's correct. Who is it you are talking to? Uh, oh, uh, I was speaking to the narrator. Ah, <laughs> yes, the narrator. He and I are the best of friends. It is perhaps even where I draw most of my power. Oh, now then.
1: Uh, you have kept me waiting long enough.
0: Oh! Too impatient to play two truths and a lie, I oh,
1: see? Oh, I am perfectly ready. I know you are afraid to lose to me, so you are dragging your feet, but why don't we start this off?
0: Indeed. I will leave the first to you. Please, convey to me all it is that is so true of that heart of yours. I will speak three truths.
1: Are you ready? That is not the first one. I see the way you're looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) My estate is worth over three million gold. Second, I am the greatest monk leader in all of Belior. And third, I failed to save my dear younger brother. I will not fail to save young
4: Modus. Three million gold, you said. Jar is suddenly really fond of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> new, besties, <Yeah>. new bestie, new <laughs> bestie.
4: So tell me, Imigoth,
1: which of those is the lie?
0: You make it too easy for me. Horace, for I know you did fail to save your brother. It is almost as if a certain someone arranged it to be. Whoever could that be, that is a truth. The lie is your estate, not because you do not have the wealth to your name, but because with a stroke, I shall devalue all the land in Belior a scribal error just occurred, and a single zero has simply deflated the currency's value. Tell me, how does it feel to be worth thirty gold?
1: That is more than one zero, Emigoth.
0: <laughs> Economics is a complicated and dreary subject. I honestly, or perhaps not honestly. Do not understand how it works. All you need to know is a penny saved is worth
1: two in the bush. That is how I have made my millions. And that is how your millions have disappeared as well. Unfortunately, you have found the lie. My estate is not worth three million. Hmm. Only two million.
0: And with that, I claim victory with this round.
1: Yes, but don't bite your chickens before they feed you. My friends will
0: best you, I am sure of it.
2: Yeah, speaking of which, can we get back to golf, please?
0: (laughs) Imigeth disappears, this time a little bit reinvigorated, before Finian, a little bit impatient, his claws tapping on the ground. So, Finian, inspire me, I suppose. Tell the audience why they are so great and why their mortal lives matter so much.
5: You want me to tell the spirits assembled here why their lives are important? Precisely. That is
0: the definition of inspiration,
5: is it not? How about I turn that on its head and explain it in a different way. My comrades and I have journeyed far and wide, have suffered defeats and victories. We have seen much bloodshed and saved many lives. Now our mission has taken us here to ask you, O great Imigoth, to put down your swords and put down your veils of trickery and step away from this immortal life you have been granted. My friends and I were given a similar offer, an offer of great power to stand literally at your shoulders, giants as well. To help balance Kaithar Rather instead, we determined that the best way to preserve balance, to restore the wealth, health and wealth that Logal brings to Kythar, to allow spirits to transit from the light to the darkness, unmolested, unhindered, we set aside that power. We did that not just for the living, but also for the spirits of those who have departed. We did it because it is the right thing to do. And those assembled here, I would say to you, we have done this for you because you came before us. You are great. You are the ones we are here to protect and for a future to preserve. And we ask you again, Imigeth, to give up this charade, this play, this trickery, and do what your brother has already done. And step down.
0: I, the DM, am really inspired. Like, holy crap, that was good. But Imagith, not so much. While the monologue was uh, well composed, I will give you that. The audience does seem bored, as our patron, Saint Ricky, has dictated that your persuasion roll is a seven.
4: Oh.
2: You gotta stop making oh, Ricky no. mad.
0: No.
4: <laughs> I'm inspired, Finian.
0: Yeah, I'm inspired. <laughs> Perhaps they crave the attention of their god. My people, is all he'll say. And he'll roll, (laughs) (laughs) wow, wow. and gets a 23, and the audience erupts and applauds for him. (laughs) I claim victory this round. I am off to check on Tana. She must be absolutely fuming at this.
2: I've just been practicing my putts. <laughs>
0: Get it,
3: fuming, because she's playing
0: over a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Immigeth disappears, and reappears before you, Tana.
2: Now, uh, I
0: am starting to grow a little impatient with this, so perhaps we should speed it up a notch.
2: I'm impatient too, let's go. Shall we both stroke it the same? Absolutely, let's stroke. Also, I'm going to twist luck a little bit, and you need to subtract 1d4 from your roll.
0: Ooh, okay, doing it again, I see. Ah, a trick that I saw coming a mile away. Nonetheless, I shall permit it, for I have one of my own. All of these patron rolls bore me. <laughs> I Ouch. shall instead approach the discord myself and roll. What? Wait, <laughs> wait. And Dice Maiden didn't respond to the <laughs> <my> discord.
2: <laughs> roll your die, coward. Oh, I'm sorry, Imagith. I thought you were Raven, not a oh. chicken. <laughs> Roll <laughs> your die, chicken. Chicken. Oh,
0: no matter. This is simple trickery.
2: On a volcano, would you be a rotisserie chicken? I instead <laughs> choose to grant
0: myself inspiration, for I have performed such admirably so far. How does a 25 sound to you, Tana? Was that even fair? This is not cool. I just learned the game, so I only have a bonus of 19.
2: Well, you know what? Aaron, would you look at that?
0: She rolled a natural 20.
2: You're not the oh, only one who oh can no. you <laughs> die, bitch.
0: Oh, burn.
2: On the volcano. Ooh. Two <laughs> points out of three.
0: This shall be the greatest telling of an underdog story ever. <laughs> or perhaps is it simply Imagith toying with his prey?
2: I got a touchdown. Don't take that from, we get from me. To halfway through <laughs> you
0: talking. <laughs> <laughs> reappears before each of you, grabbing you by the hand and dragging you back on stage, <laughs> <coughs> all simultaneously before all the immigrants reappear together and remerge together. Fine, I, I seem to have lost control of this entire performance and you have r- borderline ruined it. However, however, ooh, ooh, no, the show, the show is still on for we have a tie. Yes, I may have been flustered even at my own game. I do concede. When f- facing Tana in putt, putt, golf, a most vile of sports which shall be banned in these lands from here.
1: In I got
2: the three pointer shot.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. I
1: lost mine. I had full faith in the three of you. Which one of you assholes lost? Finian, I bet it was you.
5: Yes, unfortunately, um, one of the other gods disrupted my performance and. Damaged my credibility for the audience. I thought I made an impassioned and helpful speech. Tisk, tisk, filial.
2: JR, you won. It's not like you did any better. (laughs) Stop stop squabbling, JR. Yes, I won. Okay.
0: Imagith scratches his beak and paces back and forth, ruminating about whatever the solution to this conundrum is. We have a tie, but. Imagith,
4: can I ask you something?
0: He stops and pauses. Of course. Yes. What is it?
4: I've seen through everything, and I think I've seen through you, and I just have to ask you why. Why are you why are you even bothering doing this? Like, I've seen your loneliness and I know how that felt. I know what it's like to just sit and what won't be an empty boat scratching the days away. All your siblings have already left, and you're just fighting to stay here in an empty tavern? If you
0: you go. catch Imagith for a second. He stops strolling at that last phrase. You seem to have struck a chord with him.
2: No. You're just fighting to perform in front of an empty audience.
1: Hey, I am part of the audience. Souls
5: who are trapped here for eternity as against their will, captive audience.
2: How is that even a performance? You're not a performer. You're a fraud. Step down so we can fix this.
4: If you go with Legall. You'll be reunited with all your siblings you won't be alone anymore and that's the most crippling thing i think i've ever seen i just i look i've seen this place i've seen what this is it's just why fight just you could be with your siblings
0: your appeals to my more reasonable side are unfortunately finding purchase But there is one crack in your argument, and it is a gaping maw of a crack, for I did lie about the audience previously. I am not the only one who matters. You find yourselves here. You find yourselves the focal point of Thogith's great ambitions and great plans. And yet you do not yet realize that is the performance. He may have foreseen the seven, he may have foreseen each of you, but he did not foresee me. And my masterpiece, my piece de resistance, my opus magnum, I talk, of course, of Finian. The key of keys, my key of keys. (laughs) Oh, yes, the beautiful work that Finian has performed. I do not speak untruth when I say it borders my own brilliance. Finian, I created you as the Key of Keys. I trusted that you would undermine and unravel the plans of Thogith, and guess what? One of the seven is dead. The body trusted you to (laughs) heal. The party trusted you to keep them alive And look who is dead now And Thogis' plans unravel and unfurl before us
2: <laughs> Who's dead?
1: Heen
0: Oh yeah
2: <laughs> I forgot he you, was do part do of not laugh.
0: you do not see the brilliance of this The and complete j-
2: collapse of your and argument you know
4: where Heen is now in his death? He's with his loved ones He's no longer alone either It's okay to let go
2: You don't always have to be the star of the show, you know
0: No, 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 I, we have yet to resolve our game, our performance. Your arguments sway my heart. However, I cannot simply give up what I have. Why would I? I do still have acts to perform. I do still have work to be done. But I will grant you this. Finish my one singular last task a challenge for the ages, a challenge climactic, beyond all recognition, and I will step down and give forth my power, your souls intact and your own. Will you give us young Modus back? And I will grant you Modus as well. He has been entertaining, but grows tiresome as well, for he lacks appreciation for the finer details.
2: Can I roll an insight check to see if you are full of shit? Absolutely. As you have been this entire episode?
0: I think
3: we all will roll insight checks at this point. I
2: got a 24. Wow. Wow. I I have plus seven in insight.
0: He isn't lying. You caught enough of those subtle hints of how it just hurts deep inside, how Jer's argument about the loneliness was resonated with this man in a way that almost brought pain to you as well.
2: So what do we have to do?
0: Oh, nothing difficult. The lights dim and darken throughout the region as you are returned to the introductory room once more. A hush ripples outward, emanating from center stage as the actions to reveal this climactic challenge are initiated. Immigeth reaches forth, producing a single green handkerchief, which he extrudes from his sleeve with a forceful grace, placing the lone textile upon a pedestal for only the briefest of moments. He snatches back, unveiling nothing more than a humble red apple. The anticipation in the room is palpable as a wicked smile traces across his avian beak. The devious nature of his machinations finally laid bare for all to witness and to judge. The raven man steps forth with purpose, his cocky demeanor never once dropping from his ashen face as he issues this, his culminating challenge. Eat of the apple, nothing more. And with a bow fit for a king, Imagith disappears into the darkness, scheming and toiling evermore. Well, I'm not going to eat that apple.
1: I don't think you can. Ah, oh right, as a ghost. I didn't mean I refuse. I mean, I physically cannot. You're a coward
5: through and through, Horace. but thank I, uh, you for playing.
2: What is it with fruit in this game?
0: <sighs> the apple rests intimidatingly.
2: I look from JR to Finian and right through Horace because he's transparent. <laughs> I say we roll a die.
1: You want sort to, to let fate decide?
2: Yeah. I'm sure this is another
5: aspect of his trickery. It may not be so simple to take a bite of this
1: apple.
2: You want to know the best way to deal with tricks and lies? Pure logic. Let's let fate decide.
4: Well, that's not logic. <laughs> it is that's to a tiefling. That's just random chance.
2: Are you telling me no?
3: I'm going to cast purify food and drink on it. Well, <laughs>
1: Oh, that's a good spell.
0: It goes off. You're confident it is not full of poison.
1: I pick up the apple.
0: The apple has a nice hefty weight to it. It feels solid and crisp as if it was plucked from the tree at the opportune moment. This might be the best or worst apple you have ever eaten. The best or worst?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not very persuasive.
4: (laughs) The worst. Finian. Finian, just give it to me.
5: Why, are you going to take a bite?
4: I will eat it, just give it to me.
5: Seems I've been made the key of keys. Perhaps this is my burden to bear, whatever happens. I take a bite of the apple.
0: Oh, 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 oh. It is crisp, it is juicy, it is delicious, and as the bits of fruit travel down your esophagus and into your stomach, they settle a contented lump, your hunger sated, and the apple eaten. Thank you, thank you. You have all been a most lovely audience. My only regret is that our time together has ended, but please direct your admiration to the most auspicious performers, the Noodles and Company, for without their innovative, ingenious wordplay and inspired passion, none of this production would have been possible. Thank you, thank you. Take a bow, you have earned it. I'll bow. Without
1: hesitation.
0: Looking around awkwardly
2: with uh, two
3: halves of an apple, one partly eaten. (laughs) Juice running down the side of my mouth. I take a bow.
2: I'll take a little curtsy. Yeah, I'll take
3: a bow.
0: With that, the lights of the tavern return, and the once largely empty dive is full of the hustle and bustle of thirsty patrons. Their spirits are high, and the people talk with excitement and intrigue, having just experienced the greatest show of their generation. Why the confusion? Well, there should be merriment. You achieved all you set out to achieve in part five, and <laughs> did it in such a rousing manner. There should be celebration, for not all of you are able to eat an apple with such grace as yourselves. You truly earned this triumph.
2: There's no triumph while you're still standing, Imagith.
0: You think I do not honor my word. You are the god of trickery, after all.
4: You has a point.
2: Also, drop
1: the act. We all know you're doing your best Horace impression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I do fully intend to follow through. I have lived too long as the sole member of my own cast. Excruciating tedium it has been. You perhaps do understand what it is to be alone, to be loved only by oneself. And thus... I shall honor my agreement. But first, a toast to you and yours. He holds out his hand, and one of the patrons immediately slams a drink into it without even blinking. You all look, and the, several patrons are reaching out their m- mugs to you, offering. I'll take one. I'll take it. To going out on the highest of notes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, Immigeth. He drinks his beer. You all follow suit?
4: Yeah, I'll drink mine. I'll uh. I'll take a sip of it. It's fine.
0: It's warm. It's just some of the grog you would find at a normal tavern.
4: It's an IPA. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped dead. (laughs) My one weakness.
0: One of the revelations I had was that in my lust for the limelight, I lost sight of the real events unfolding before me. I made that pact, and I shall uphold it. But first, I beseech you just a few final inquiries and niceties. Perhaps this is the correct group to ask, as an action so common to mortals I find it. No, I am disturbed by it. I am disturbed by the mountainous difficulty this task presents. What do you suppose it feels like to die, truly? I have pondered that question
5: many an hour in meditation. I believe that when our souls finally return to Espus, our path is recharted for us. has put us on the path we're on today, given us the energy to our souls to inhabit these bodies that we walk around in, imbued us with these powers, given even the demigods the abilities that they had and have. I think in the end, it would be peaceful. Maybe you'll have a lingering memory of that for a moment, but when your spirit has returned in a new form, hopefully that will give you solace. That
1: was beautiful.
2: Yeah. Being one death-saving fail away from Aspis, <sighs> I am, like, hanging on to every word you're oh. saying.
4: Yes. And maybe it's just the, the weight of everything finally taken off your shoulders. Finally being able to truly relax.
0: That is a nicety I have never been able to afford myself, and it's to simply be adrift in the wind, never planning, never scheming, never having a direction, never having a purpose. I am horrified by the concept.
2: I think it sounds exciting as fuck.
0: I think it
5: sounds wonderful.
0: And that is the great lie you sell yourselves every morning, to know that whatever lies before you is simply uncharted. Unknown, yes. Mm.
2: Well, since I'm the one in the party who's responsible for toasts, how about we raise our glasses one more time to the unknown?
0: Here, here,
5: to
1: the unknown, to the unknown,
0: to the unknown, to the unknown. Ah, I have prattled on far too long. It is indeed time to go. Indeed. The most hopeful of wishes I have ever expressed may simultaneously be the greatest untruth I have ever uttered. I am confident in your victory against my brother, and I am confident in your quest to reestablish balance within the realm. Yet I find the ultimate and most honest of these lies is perhaps the truest phrase to ever part my lips. I hope you do. <laughs> With these words, Emigus' spirit ruptures into a violent outburst as he slams a silver knife into his chest cavity. The hollow and morose energy cascades across the land, mingling not with the trees and dirt, but with the people themselves. The tavern is illuminated by a brilliant otherworldly light, and a wave of profound revelation washes over the populace. For the second of three have fallen. The end of part five. <laughs> wow. Thank you all for (laughs) listening to our podcast and thank you all for granting me this special chance to give my personal flavor to this epic adventure. It was awesome. If you're a patron, don't forget to submit your questions for the short rest. Uh, If you have questions for me, whether about Heen or as Immigeth, I'll be at the short rest as well, so I'll be there to answer them. And I didn't forget, but a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and Tom. Our deities, Zach, Vic, Alleycat, Jason, Holly Mac, Melpomene, Pete M, Ride Andre, and Indy. Our Celestials Ironjaw, Lee, Tasha, Terry, Little Lib, Nick, Virgil McClurkin and Chris Kremkow. Our heroes Ray Kitsune, Kat, Chris Matowski Soren, and Vansil. And to all of our adventurers, if you want to affect the story like they do, or perhaps lend him against some of your power, come roll with <laughs> us on Patreon. And another thanks to Etsy Way Gaming for supplying our dice. That's all I have for today. Part six begins next week. See you, nerds. Uh, wait. See you.
2: Where's Mo? Where's Mo? <laughs>
1: wait.
0: <laughs> See you, guys. <laughs>
2: forget that this <laughs> By hell? that was the bird I love in all the chaos of this episode the cockatoo is going nuts <laughs> He's going into on my shoulder it. he wants to tell the story too